0: In the dark of night, you feel the chill of fright and haunted by the unseen. Beware each scary sound as your heartbeat pounds, for it is time for Halloween. Welcome to Pardon the Intermission, a podcast that takes a look at movies, TV, and all things entertainment from the past, the present, and the future. Remember to subscribe and like the podcast, and give a review. This helps out the podcast and is greatly appreciated. Now, on to the show. Yes. Hey, everyone. Happy Halloween, and welcome to Pardon Intermission. I'm Eric. And
1: I'm Jason.
0: (laughs) And we hope you guys are having a very spooky holiday Halloween season. JJ!
1: That's me, Jason. Yeah, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I said in the
0: last show, man. That's a great name. All right, I know. Yeah. I feel you know wrong there hasn't man. been any scary characters named uh, Eric. Oh, I will say no. this. The only scary character named Eric, mm-hmm. which is actually not a scary movie, but I started watching because it came out, which is South Park, Eric Cartman.
1: Oh, Cartman. Yeah. He's okay. kind of
0: scary, but you know, but in a
1: different way. See, when I hear Eric, I always think of Eric Idle, the great British oh, comedian. Oh, okay. Comedic yeah. actor. Yeah. yeah. So I always think of Eric Idle. Eric you Idle. You know, Idle. so yeah, I love Eric Idle. <laughs> yeah. But there's no scary characters named Eric, so I don't there, get to... Are you insinuating there should be? Maybe.
0: Maybe I need to write one. I think you should. Maybe I should write about my life. That'd be pretty scary. Maybe.
1: That'd probably be pretty sad. We're looking for uh, well it depends I, if you're looking for a melodrama uh, <laughs> I could do it on a page maybe I don't know yeah, yeah well hey in that case then mine would be an epic novel because <laughs> you don't want to hear my life on story We want to no hear way. it
0: man we want to hear Anyway hey Are you sure? This is our uh, second Halloween spectacular yes. show and uh, we've got a special treat for you guys before we get started make we sure do? you check out our uh, social media at uh, Twitter uh, formerly Twitter, now X, mm-hmm. uh, PTI underscore podcast, and...
1: And on Facebook, which is now meta, but we don't care because we still call it Facebook anyway, <laughs> at Pardon the Intermission. You
0: know what? It, these companies are going to get... It's like they're going to be like five different names, uh, you know, Twitter, right? uh, X, formerly Twitter, formerly this, formerly that. I, d- I, I guess I don't even have to say it anymore, really. I could just say X. It's already common that. knowledge. Yeah. yeah. But, it, but it's still, it's like it was so cool <laughs> when you could say, I tweeted this. Or did you check out that tweet? Right. What do you say? I X'd it? I X'd it? That means like you crossed it off, right? I sent
1: my response to you in X. Yeah. Go look at my response in X. What do you mean? What is X? I X'd. I don't know. It doesn't That's quite, right. doesn't
0: ring as well. And then
1: when you retweet, do you re X something? Yeah, re X. <laughs> hey, did you see my comment on X? Yeah, I re X'd it. Wait, what do you mean? I hey, saw are you it on X. talking X's? about
0: your old girlfriend, your ex? Or, wait, who Exactly. I re exed it. Yeah.
1: What is kind of like the old story, the classic comedy line from Abbott and Costello? No. Who's on first? Who's what's on, on first? first right? what's on second? Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. Anyway. anyway, Halloween, off we go. Uh, Scary movies. Halloween, here we go. Yeah.
0: Um, you know, that reminds me. Abbott and Costello yes. had a, uh, I think it's like Abbott Ab- Ab- and Costello meet Frankenstein or something. They had a little classic movie we should i, I need to the do Three that Stooges we should we should watch too, yeah I? we should watch like all classic black <laughs> yeah, and white yeah, yeah. you know uh movies like halloween movies
1: we should have done that that would have been awesome there's a bunch of them on prime right now like the really? original dracula with bella lugosi Ooh. and then the original frankenstein with boris Karloff, lon Chaney's um werewolf the werewolf, the werewolf is on there yeah. and then Invisible so was the yeah the original Mummies on there Wow. so i may go back and stream some of those yeah that'd be fun yeah that would be cool um
0: but we have a list of movies. Actually, we kind of got uh, inspiration from we were, we were looking at this at a list here online, yeah. and it was about the, the movies that you had trouble sleeping. Still, yeah. After you watched it, you had trouble sleeping. Yeah. So we're like, oh, that's pretty cool. Let's make up our own list because some of these I didn't even some of these movies I'm like what I don't need, I think reformed yeah. movies and I'm like I don't watch that. I don't know if I had <laughs> yeah, trouble. Right. So anyway, uh, we have a list for you guys uh, to carry on the Halloween uh, show here mm-hmm. of movies that. Scared us exactly such a way that we could not sleep at
1: night. They make our spines tingle. They make the hair on our body stand up. And they make us wet the bed. <laughs> oh. Maybe and that's just me. <laughs> I was going to say, turn the light on in a dark room while watching the oh. movie, Eric. <laughs> okay, But sorry. you had to go Oops, there, didn't oh, you? Too, too much information. Sorry, Way folks. Wait, TMI, folks. At least we know what happens to Eric and his uh, prostate movements every that. night. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll have to, we'll have to memory hole that whole section. Maybe I'll just cut it out. Right, bro. exactly. Oh, yeah. TMI. Okay, so here, uh, we'll do our list here. Now, these aren't in any necessarily uh, any order. We're just going to go uh, just start with We'll just count them down or count them up, count them down doesn't matter but they're not in any order but these are movies that we had trouble sleeping after when we watched okay here we go first one now you put this on the list Mm -hmm. I wouldn't I didn't
1: have trouble but you did and you can tell us why sixth sense okay yes I love the sixth sense this was the very first film that M. Night Shyamalan uh, wrote and directed and um, this one to me uh, is still I have still makes the hair on my body stand up and Mm -hmm. still creepy now it what for those of you who haven't seen it, I'm sure you have, but obviously, you know, it stars Bruce Willis, Haley Joel Osment, a young yeah. Haley Joel Osment at the time, and then Tony Collette was in it as well. Movie surrounds the Haley Joel Osment's character, whose name is uh, Cole, and he has the ability to see dead people. He has this extra sensory perception that allows him to see dead people. Well, what makes the movie so unique is that, you know, Bruce Willis plays the uh, his character plays the psychologist who kind of guides Haley Joel Osment's character along and helping mm. him diagnose his condition. Aside from it having one of the greatest endings in movie history, what makes it creepy for me is that some of the creepy moments in the film happen at some of the most inopportune times where you least expect them. Mm. And they happen very subtle-like to a, to an extent. It's almost Hitchcockian in a way. Yeah, and,
0: and because it, does, it doesn't rely on gore or, not at all. or jump scares necessarily, right. but it's like I the, when you said that the, the one scene that sticks out for me is when he was in his little tent. Remember oh, he's that's in his little oh tent god, in his room a great scene. And then things start shaking. Yeah, that's a great you know?
1: scene. And then you hear him just scream at the top of his lungs. Yeah. And then one of my cre- one of my creepy scenes in that too is like when he gets up in the middle of the night to use the restroom, mm. he feels someone walk past him in the hallway. And so when he's done using the restroom, he flushes the toilet and then goes out and looks and sees that there is a boy with his bedroom door open and says, come play with me. And then as the boy turns his head, you see his head blown off by, yeah. uh, by a gun, by a yeah. gunshot wound. And that was really, really subtle-like. And Eric, to me, the best scene in the movie, I think, is the scene where um, he goes to the, f- the memorial service of that young girl who was poisoned by her aunt. Mm. And the young girl comes to him as a ghost and we don't know what she says to him, but it's after that one scene where he encounters her, where he's on a bus and he goes to her memorial service and um, she's there as well. And she points out a box that contained a videotape. And the videotape shows her being drugged by her aunt. And that's how Is she was. it her aunt killed. or stepmom. Stepmom, I'm sorry, yeah, stepmother. Yeah. And that to me was a scary scene in that, oh my God, you know, now we know how she died. And yeah. not only did did the girl look really dead, the makeup artist did a fantastic job at making her look dead. But it was just the whole setup of that scene and the whole setup of the moment that made it scary. Well, not only that, too. I
0: mean, <laughs> you know, in, in movies, you didn't see a lot of children in, in the past. I mean, it's kind of taboo to put children in these movies and, and kill right. them off, you know, or, or exactly. to have them have some horrific death. <laughs> Yeah, and, exactly, and the, you know, and so M. M. Night Shyamalan basically broke that broke that mold. He did, um, and and did that. the The problem with the problem with his movies is though, from there on out, everybody knew there was always some other. Mm-hmm. We talked about it before, like with yeah. the village and all these other movies. You kind of knew. You go to his movies, like okay, you are trying to guess what's the thing. You know, exactly. If he could have just did it without, you know, maybe under different names or people <laughs> didn't know these were his movies. Right. And, it seems
1: like after he like did, that, I think that worked. Again against him later. I, it did, yeah, to an extent. I th- Now, Unbreakable was a good one as well. Yeah. I liked Unbreakable. Signs was tolerable, but it seems like after Signs is when he just went completely right off the cliff and just lost well, all sense you just sense knew. Of, yeah. I mean,
0: yeah, it was almost like, oh, okay, what's the trick here? We're trying to guess. what's Right. What's he? Yeah. Exactly. Like you're saying, it's almost like the Hitchcock... It's like Hitchcock could still Hitchcock and, and you didn't know. Right, right. But with M. Night, it's kind of like, okay, you could guess. He just, you know...
1: Exactly. Anyway. But still, Sixth Sense, still Sixth one of the sense creepiest ones win. for me. Um, another one you had on the list here is mm-hmm. The Ring. Oh, yes, The Ring. So, yeah, this was... Naomi movie- Watts. Naomi Watts was in it.
0: And um, this movie... And I think this was based on a... Was it a Korean... Originally a Korean uh, movie? It was it was based on a movie. It was, it was an Asian... Based on a Japanese film. Japanese film. Okay. I knew yes. it was either Japanese or Korean. Koreans are yes. really good at this scary stuff. And oh, they are. Japanese are, are yeah. too. Um, but anyways based on an original Japanese movie, yeah.
1: Yeah, and the story, the plot line surrounds the fact that uh, if you watch uh, this videotape of a girl, dead girl coming out of a well or something like that, that you will die seven days after watching the videotape. Yeah. And so Naomi Watts, uh, I think it's her niece or her nephew, I don't remember which one, watches the videotape. And she knows that he or she will die seven days after watching the videotape. And so she is obsessed with figuring out how can you how can you break that spell you, from yeah. happening? How can you prevent that from happening? But all along there's some just really really fast creepy intense moments
0: mm. you know
1: where she figures out uh, where she's trying to figure out the source of the videotape who made it and who was in it and yeah there's just some really... Um, reach out and grab you scary moments. Yeah. And so this is one where I'm just like, okay, I, it's literally one of the few movies I have to watch with the light turned on.
0: It kind of goes back to what we were talking about in the last show with Michael Myers, the whole, right. where the character or the scary character doesn't really talk or say anything. And that's the right. same thing with this character. You, she doesn't, the girl, you know, with the black hair, you just Samara. see the long, Samara, the yeah. long black hair. You don't see, I mean, she doesn't say anything, but right. you know, <clears throat> she's just doing all this crazy stuff on you see her walking on the mm-hmm. ceiling and yeah, all this crazy stuff. Absolutely. That's a good one. Um Let's uh oh, let's go to an actual scary one here on this list. Yes. Uh, Friday the thirteenth.
1: Yeah, that one.
0: Now I'm gonna say this. Now people can laugh at about that. I thought, oh, Friday thirteenth. Yeah, because it's like Jason's in outer space and everything now. But um, the original. When I saw the original movie, when you're talking the original movie when it came out, and there was no sequels and nothing else. This thing was disturbing, mm-hmm. right? Yes, it was. Uh, Who was in it, Jason? I can't remember offhand.
1: Well, you may know Kevin Bacon, Kevin Bacon was That's in a it. a big one. Yeah, Kevin Bacon was in it. And uh, let's see, there was a um, another, the young actress who was in it, her name was Adrienne King, I want to say, if I remember correctly. Uh, but Kevin Bacon was really the... He's a big star now, but at the time, this was his first major role. Yeah. Was, he, was he the first to get killed, second to get he killed? He was the second one to get killed, yeah. I think. So the movie has just otherwise a group of, of unknown actors who haven't really had... Well, and, 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 careers, and it takes place... So. I
0: mean, obviously, I, I love how they set it up, right? It takes place in a camp where it's obviously... It's out secluded in an area, yep. you know, which are automatically kind of gives you the, you know... Mm-hmm. When, when the heebie-jeebies. Someone, the heebie-jeebies when things go wrong. Yeah, right, right. Um, yeah, it, it was brilliant i mean for what it was i mean it it was amazing i did have trouble sleeping i will say it was that last scene you know Mm -hmm. she's out in the middle of the lake everything's done Mm -hmm. you know you think although uh, people have often mentioned the big plot hole that it was supposedly the mom that was doing the killing but then they're like how'd the mom get so big and tall with Mm -hmm. that ski mask
1: (laughs) right exactly betsy Betsy palmer betsy palmer Palmer was uh, okay um, it's like, you know, a little yeah. plot hole, but that's okay,
0: okay, you can give that. But it's that last scene when she's on the lake, everything's serene, and she wakes up. She's like, you know, I passed out. She's in the in the canoe out in the, in the middle of the lake, and all yep. of a sudden,
1: cha-cha-cha-cha,
0: that thing comes out and gets her, right? <sighs> Jason comes from the –
1: yep. that
0: is – Freaking scary. And
1: that's what a lot of people don't really remember is that the first film, the first Adrian or the first Friday the thirteenth film, didn't feature Jason Voorhees. His mother was the killer. It was his mother, It yeah. was his mother. He didn't become the killer until the second film. Yeah. And mm-hmm. even then he didn't start wearing the hockey mask until the third film. In the second film, he wore a burlap sack. <laughs> in over the, in his the first head. one though, he had the mask, right? Uh no, not in the first one.
0: Not in the first one? No. I'm trying to think. I'm trying no. to think. Okay. We didn't see the hockey mask on him until the third Interesting. Dump. Okay, yeah. I'll have to go back and watch that. See, because you know yeah. what it is? I've seen so many of these movies now. Right. They're all kind of just coming together into one glob, so I'll have to go back and re-watch that one, as a matter of fact. Yep. Okay, moving on here. Uh, we've talked about in the last show, obviously, Halloween. Uh, oh, yeah. Halloween is a good one. Uh, Michael Myers, like we're saying, the character, the scary character, doesn't talk. Yes, I had trouble sleeping. Had trouble doing a lot of things. Had trouble even going into my closet. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. Point. Um, Mm -hmm. Great movie, independent. You said seven thousand bucks in the last show. It might be
1: more. I don't. I just. But it was was very low. It was was an
0: independent film shot very extremely
1: low budget. Yeah. yeah, In fact, John Carpenter had to raise the money by himself. The, the the studios gave him a little bit, but by and large, the bulk of the budget came out of his own wallet. Well, and
0: we talk we talk about it briefly, but yeah, it's like the the theme song. You know, it's like he didn't have any more money that he could actually hire somebody to compose a theme. No, so he sat there on his little Casio piano and yep. did and typing out the started you know, fiddling on around the keys, mm-hmm. and he made that sound. Yep, uh, yeah, the the Shatner mask that they modified, brilliant, um, right? That was a good one. Uh, here's another one that you brought up, which is kind of interesting because, uh, it's a scary movie, not necessarily
1: Halloween, uh, centric, but alien alien. Oh my God. This is one, this, first of all, overall, this is one of my favorite movies of all time. Mm. Scary film wise. This one is a classic and what makes this partially what makes this so great is that it's a cross genre collaboration here. It combines the genres of horror and science fiction. Yeah, and this movie is—I mean, I'm sure a lot of you have seen it. Sigourney Weaver, Tom Skerritt. It's about uh, this um, this space uh, mining crew that uh, is on its way back home to Earth, and they get rerouted to go explore this planet. That D- received, don't they get like a? Uh, they get uh, an SOS. Signal in space. SOS. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they find out later on that it actually is a warning beacon to stay away from this planet, mm. not an SOS or a distress call. But anyway, we all the the scenes are just classic from the scene where the facehugger jumps out of the egg and right onto John Hurt's mask mm. or the helmet that he's wearing in his spacesuit to the very first scene where we see the alien burst out of his chest. Yeah. I mean, Eric, this movie just has scary times 10 written all over it. And what makes it even scarier too, the film feels very claustrophobic. The set design yes. was brilliant. It's dark, it's ominous, it's foreboding, it's claustrophobic. In fact, even the opening scene of the movie And for the first five or six minutes is nothing but camera shots, interior Mm. camera shots of the set, which is supposed to be the ship, which is called the SS Nostromo. And so he pans wide and pans left and right down the hallways and the corridors and you see like everything looks disheveled and disarrayed and this looks really creepy eric yeah and it's just that's partially what makes it so scary is that claustrophobic dark ominous feeling to it and and you know great filmmakers
0: can can do that and it's amazing how they how they can you know when yes. they take all those elements yeah uh, put it together because it's not just about you know like you're saying it's not really just the alien it's everything i mean if you think yeah. about talking about the camp where you're being isolated think about Being in outer space, how isolating is that when you're on basically a flying box in outer space? How isolated you are, and then of course the uh, the monster, the alien you know, is, is a hybrid, you know, human machine. And, and it, and it basically can blend into the, the way that they had the, the character, the, uh, sorry, the monster blend into the background. Xenomorph. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, In the, uh, in the ship. I mean, Mm. it's, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean,
1: it's classic still to this day. There are only two movies. It's three movies that scare the heck out of me. Even after I've seen them a million times over, this is one of them. Every Mm. time I watch it, I still get that scary feeling. Yeah. (coughs) Um, I'll put this along those lines
0: where it's not not necessarily Halloween-centric, but yeah. uh, uh, The Shining we There's, had on the list. Oh,
1: gosh. Another one yeah. of my favorites. Holy Lord. Stanley Kubrick directed this classic. Jack Nicholson, Shelley Duvall is in it. Scatman Crowthers is in it. Uh, and then the young boy who played the uh, the son, Danny, his real name is Danny Lloyd. I'm sure you all know this as well, based off a Stephen King novel. He plays uh, this young kid named Danny who has this um, extrasensory perception This uh, that's called The Shining and uh, the movie is about Jack Nicholson's character and his family. They become caretakers of the Overlook Hotel. Hidden, another isolated, another isolated they're, feeling they're, type movie. Yes. Yeah, because they're caretaking. They're, they're
0: caretakers of the hotel during the off season. So basically, they're up there just to make sure the pipes don't freeze mm-hmm. and just to you know kind of maintain while yep. everybody's gone. So isolated, they're by way
1: up in the Rocky Mountains. In so Colorado. it's the
0: cabin fever, uh, cabin
1: feverish feeling. And of course, the most popular scene in that whole movie is when Jack Nicholson finally goes nuts. So. And he's busting down the door with that axe, and he says, "Here's yeah. Johnny." Oh yeah, you know. But there are so many other great, wonderful, scary scenes in the movie. Like to well, me, yeah. the scariest scene in that movie is when he goes to take a look at the hotel room—that room, um, room two thirty-eight. Yeah, that his son Danny was told to stay out of. As a matter of fact, I have I have it here somewhere. <clears throat> I'm sure you do. I, ha- I have a little plaque. We actually
0: stayed at the Stanley Hotel that that movie. No is kidding. Based, yeah. You never knew that.
1: No, I didn't know that. You yeah. Didn't so tell we me actually
0: we went we went to Denver. We'll, we'll take a little side trip here, folks. Sure, we went, that's we fine. We went to Denver okay. and uh, we stayed at the. Uh, it's not. It's called the Stanley Hotel. It's not the Overlook. Now okay. the Overlook Hotel is not the actual hotel that's there. Right. That was a hotel I think they used up. It was either in Washington. It was mm. another hotel, <clears throat> Ski Lodge, that they actually used because okay. they had that look. Ultimately, uh, Kubrick built that set. Yeah. So he used the out. If you look at the out, the outside shots, sure. they don't match up to the to the other shots of right. the hotel because there's no way. We know the maze. It's like, where is all that? Because it's like the hotel's right, on the top right. of this mountain, right? Mm. The right. overlook. Yeah. But anyway. Anyway. If you guys want to know what the actual hotel looked like, watch the uh, directed version uh, by Stephen King himself. He directed oh, The Shining. Okay. It was a TV series mm-hmm. uh, with uh, what was the guy's from Wings? I can't remember. Tim Matheson. And, uh, oh no, not no. Tim Matheson. Tim. Um. Tim Daly. Tim Daly. Tim it was, Daly. Was it, was it Tim Daly? I think so. He was in Wings. Okay. Yeah. It must have been Tim Daly. He played yeah. the father in that. Okay. Um. Anyway, that is actually the Overlook Hotel. Oh, so okay. So it, it okay. actually, it's very light. We stayed there. It's funny. You walk into the room. They have a plaque. If anything goes missing, don't blame us. It's the ghost. Um, You can actually go to the actual room. Was it 238? You know, Mm and see. I mean, it's a regular hotel room. I mean, there's there's nothing about it. But you could buy, of course, they they have all the, you know, you could buy the the goodies, the souvenirs, the plaque and all that stuff. Yep. Uh, Very interesting, though. We had a great experience staying there. We didn't feel heavy. We didn't feel, uh, we did hear some weird noises. Okay. Um, we didn't. It wasn't like a heavy feeling or anything. It was actually a great stay. Hmm. Um, also, they play all versions of The Shining. Uh, they did at least at one time no twenty four hours a day. They would oh, just play The Shining. Lord. They would play the TV version. <laughs> they would wow. play you know the making of The Shining. Anything to do with The Shining. They had this one channel. You just okay. you could flip it on. and It was constantly playing. Interesting. Um, it's a very old hotel. I mean, I think it was built either in the late eighteen hundreds or very early nineteen hundreds. So okay. it, the rooms are very small, but. Yeah, it was worth it. It, it. it's really a fun experience and you can tour the grounds, you get to tour all the places. They kind of have a little haunted tour. You can go through and they'll tell you all the stories and stuff.
1: But do they have the maze out there?
0: No, oh, <laughs> there's no yeah. there's no maze. That's all. But that this was part what of the sad, but, yeah. but but that was the brilliance of Kubrick. He took yes. that story and he he put the the look of the overlook yes. which if they put the Stanley the Stanley looks, you know, very um, I don't know, very uh, unassuming. Uh, okay. Very innocent, but he found this hotel that looked kind of sinister. Um, also, uh, another thing is local here: the Iwani Hotel up in uh, in Yosemite. In Yosemite, mm-hmm. with the interiors of it. I've if you go on YouTube, you can find people that matched Mm -hmm. up shot for shot for the Overlook, and Mm -hmm. they took a lot. They went up there and they 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 took the interiors and used that for the Overlook in the Shining. That whole uh, motif, Uh, 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 American Indian motif, and stuff. Yeah, it's It's amazing. It's amazing. But anyway, so. Stanley Kubrick, genius, Uh, the way he used music, the way he he used uh, filming angles, the way he used lenses Mm -hmm. to kind of put you off kilter. When you're watching it, things just don't look right. It messes with your mind, you know, your vision. Then, of course, there's a scene where all the blood comes out of the elevator. Well, the the bloody elevator. Yeah. um, You have all those scenes. Uh, Scatman, the character, getting axed in the chest, you know, all of a sudden. Exactly. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, it's mean. Obvious. you know the, the the some of the scenes though that were kind of disturbing like the uh the ballroom scene you know they're oh, just they're just creepy. scenes that were just kind of you know right. they weren't necessarily scary scary but just they were just very disturbing. You're Exa-
1: watching them. Right, exactly. Yeah.
0: The, the, <clears throat> I mean, uh, Kubrick was, he was an ama- amazing director. I mean, he was a genius. The guy. Very enigmatic, but very, very, very good at what you know, he did. You know, another yes. movie, that we didn't put on the list, another movie of his that could be seen as a horror movie. And kind of the same reason for Alien is 2001 A Space Odyssey.
1: Okay, for a second, I thought you were going to say
0: Barry Lyndon. No, no. But I was just going to say because it's an outer space and, you know, right, so there, yeah. there, there's a lot of similarities there. Anyway. Yeah, definitely. Uh, great movie. Okay, we got to yeah. move on. We're running out of time. Okay, yeah. so Shining, yes. yes.
1: Trouble sleeping, definitely. Yes. Um, what about uh, another one here on the list? Nightmare on Elm Street. What do you think about that Oh, one? God. Most definitely. Holy <laughs> crud. When I first saw Nightmare on Elm Street with Robert Englund and yeah. John Saxon, Heather <laughs> Langenkamp, Eric, I kid you not. I was just a, barely a teenager, but when I saw it, I literally did not want to go to sleep. Mm. That's how scared of Freddy Krueger I was. Yeah. And it's still- Well, that was re- the whole idea, right? Freddy Krueger would come in your dreams. Yeah. That was the whole idea. And, and get you. So you didn't want to fall asleep. One, two, Freddy's coming for you. Now, that had a, a young Johnny Depp. It did. A young Johnny Depp. And and yeah. Uh, he, yeah, he met a very gruesome end, unfortunately. Directed by... Uh, Wes Craven. Wes uh, Qua- Craven. Can't That's his right. Wes Craven. Wes Craven. Wes yeah. Craven. Wes Craven. There but, we yeah. go. I got but, it. But yeah, it was the, really the first, I think, big uh, production of New Line, what eventually became New Line Cinema. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, that was... And that, and that ended and that started a, a, a powerhouse. They had how many, what, five... A total of five films altogether. And then there was a remake. remake, which, eh. Which, yeah, Jackie Earl Haley reprised the role of Freddy Krueger. But still, it wasn't the same as Robert Englund doing it. Yeah. You know. But yeah, so, still, yeah, still an all-time scary one.
0: Now, you, you put one on the list here, which I saw a long time ago originally, yeah. and I did see the remake of it too, which I didn't think the remake was as good, but uh, yeah. Fright Night.
1: Ha <laughs> yes. Tell us about this one. <laughs> so Fright Night. This is the original one I'm talking about with Chris Sarandon and Roddy McDowell, and um, this is a movie that surrounds this boy named Charlie who suspects that there is a vampire living next to him, mm. and he tries to tell his mom. No, she doesn't believe him. And he tries to tell friends and other family members they don't believe him either. But Roddy McDowell happens to be, he's like not really a tele evangelist, but he's like a. Um like an almost like an exorcist on TV kind of he's the spiritual okay. guy and so Roddy McDowell believes him and so uh, Planet of the Apes by the way folks Roddy McDowell yeah. and so McDowell is helps this boy Charlie uh, go over and attempt to kill his neighbor who's played by Chris Sarandon mm. who really is a vampire and so it what the, the movie is scary because there are some creepy moments in it but it's also kind of funny I'm too. saying kind of corny right kind yeah. of funny and it's in kind moments, of corny yeah. and funny especially the who is the one boy again who was uh, the other young actor in it who was the the kid that turned into the vampire. His name was um oh, shoot. uh scary or something like that. I forgot what his name was again. God dang it, I don't have a castle <laughs> in front of me. I'm sorry. But he provided some of the comedic moments in the film. Yeah. But I mean still it has some scary vampire type creepy moments in it. And that movie would scare me as much as it would make me laugh mm. too. So that's why I put it on the list.
0: Some of the best movies, right? Scare you and make you laugh. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Like Eddie Murphy's Haunted Mansion. Now, going back to... uh, Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, for sure.
0: Now, going back to uh, John Carpenter here, you have... uh, This is one that I I know I watched once, Mm -hmm. but um, I don't remember a lot about it. But you said you had some problems with it, right? I do. Uh,
1: So John Carpenter, Vampires. John Carpenter's Vampires. Yes, this is a movie that stars James Woods and Daniel Baldwin. They play vampire slayers. The whole movie surfaces around them trying to find uh, these vampires to kill. In specific, they're looking for this one master vampire who's after this cross called the Berzier cross that if he uses it to complete a ritual, he'll become a daywalker. And the the main vampire they're looking after, the character's name is Jan Valak, is portrayed by Thomas Ian Griffith. And if that name sounds familiar, it's because he is Terry Silver in the Cobra Kai TV series and was in in Karate Kid 3. But uh, the movie is creepy to me, Eric, because this is... The the vampires the makeup work in this on these in this film was so great because these are what vampires are supposed to look like. Okay, really creepy with pale skin and veins and just the long fangs and the blood and the gore. It's not a fantastic movie by any stretch of the imagination, right. but it's not supposed to be. But it is still scary. And of course, John Carpenter directed it, so he is one of the masters of horror. And what makes it creepy also is that it takes place in the New, in the New Mexican desert. It's very, very uh, isolated, very scary, very, uh, very tranquil. And it's just like most vampire stories take place in like a big city or a town that's very populous, but not this one. Vampires takes place in the New Mexican desert, and it's just very... Because Desert can sometimes feel kind of creepy. I can see why he would set the movie there. And yeah. it's Yeah, and again, it's just uh, the makeup in it is outstanding. Stan Winston, I think, uh, might have done the makeup, if I'm not too much mistaken. Um, but yeah, it's just a really, to me, really scary vampire movie. And it's what I think vampires should look like. Ah, interesting. I'm going to have to go back and rewatch that
0: one because that one I've had. Uh... It's on Netflix. Is it on Netflix it's right on now? It's on Netflix still. All right, I'm, I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to have to go back and watch it because I, yeah. I haven't seen it for years. I, I yeah. vaguely remember it, yeah. Um, let, let's keep with the vampire yeah. uh, uh, motif here. Yeah. So uh, the next one, unless on you interview with the vampire. Interview with the vampire. Yes. Now, I'm going to tell you the scary the scary part about this movie for me was uh, Kirsten Dunst playing that little girl. And she that was, scared the hell out of me She too. was freaking wild yes, she in was. this movie.
1: She was freaking wild in it. So was Antonio Banderas, who was in it. Um, And then we know Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt are in it, too. Yeah. But there's also also some really good... Amand he played... uh,
0: uh, Yeah, uh, Antonio Banderas. Yep. And you have uh, Lestat was Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, of course. And then... uh, Brad Pitt was Louis. Louis, yeah.
1: Yeah. But yeah, this movie surfaces around... Louis's character or Brad Pitt's character, Louie, who basically tells his life story as a vampire. And then, of course, Tom Cruise plays the insidious and the soulless uh, Lestat, who turns Brad Pitt into a vampire and is partially his mentor in guiding him through the, the realm of, of the uh, of the dead, you know, teaching him how to become a vampire, how to kill, how to pray. And yeah, to me, it's creepy because. I feel the story's very excellent, but it's also, it has some of those subtle scary moments in it as well, but then it has some of those kind of really vulgar creepy moments in it too. Yeah, well, especially
0: with Kirsten Dunst's character. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: yeah, she she knocked Claudia. it out of the park. Yeah, mm-hmm. she knocked it out of the park with that. I mean, I, I remember, I, I, read, I read that book for sure. I read that one, and I read The Vampire Lestat. I, I didn't get... All the way, uh, you know, Anne Rice wrote the books. Yeah, I didn't get all the way through the whole series of books uh, yeah. with her, but uh, those two I did read. It's very, it was a very interesting take on on uh, a vampire's life because you know you have the idea that you know you turn someone and then because you're lonely mm-hmm. and and usually that's usually what happens. It would seem like all the you know, – I think Armand. I don't think Armand turned a, a Lestat, but I think they were kind of you know hanging out for a while, and then you had, of course, uh-huh. uh, Lestat uh, was uh, uh, infatuated with Brad Pitt's character, right? Turned him, and then so you had these relationships <clears throat> that you know it's mm-hmm. like it's it's okay in the beginning, especially when you're teaching the younger vampire how to do all this stuff, and then right. at some point, like like with all relationships, I mean, they come <laughs> up against some some rough spots and yep. then they usually end up you know breaking up most um, definitely it was funny though they you know I can't remember exactly I think it was because uh, uh, Lewis wanted
1: uh, uh, so a, a chill I can't remember if he wanted a child I can't remember the whole the so exact reason but the whole premise was his wife died in childbirth. And the child and his wife both died. Yeah. And
0: as a result, he lost all will to live. Because it was so sad, Lestat wanted to... So he basically turned a child for for them to have. But the problem is, is that she would never grow beyond... Never. You know, once you're turned, that's where you stay in age. Exactly. She would so be a nine-year-old girl I mean, for the rest of the year. I mean, she would be a nine-year-old yeah. girl even though she could be hundreds of years old. Right. And and that was a very interesting take on it because of the fact that that made her almost this ruthless killer because you have a child who's very, you know, at that age, very egotistical. I mean, it's all about them. Extremely. And then, and then yeah. you know, but you have them now being a bloodsucker, which is, you know. Right. Was, I mean, really created a monster, to be honest. Yeah,
1: most definitely.
0: Um, so anyway it, it was a very very interesting story and uh, yeah. yeah her I mean her performance yeah did bring <clears throat> chills to me so yeah. um, next on the list here uh, let's uh, let's go with uh, uh, one uh,
1: about a motel
0: oh what is this one
1: yeah, this, oh this is one of my all time favorite films as what's well. the name of the motel I believe it's called The Bates Motel. Ah, okay. Never a- stayed there. I don't know. It a five-star? <laughs> not quite, but the in-room coffee is excellent, though. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I always so, have warm showers. It, yeah, warm showers with- From uh, the blood. <laughs> wee, 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 wee. Yeah, this is obviously Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho, and yes. I'm not talking about the cruddy remake by Gus Van Sant. I'm mm. talking about the original Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. This is still one of the scariest movies ever made, and we all know- Dormen Bates. Well seen it. I don't need to tell you any more about it, Norman Norman Bates. Yeah, but yeah, this movie to me, this is what this movie set the bar for how thrillers and how creepy movies, well done, creepy films and thrillers are are made. And Eric, this movie when it came out broke so much taboo at the time because mm. it was one of the first films to show a partially naked woman in Janet Lee's character. Uh. Um, you know, getting in the shower, and before that, there was really no other movie that had of that type of a, a scene where it shows her getting you know, stabbed in the shower, even though, according to behind-the-scenes interviews and featurettes, she really wasn't stabbed. It was the clever use of camera angles and trick shots that Hitchcock used oh, yeah. to show her looking like she got stabbed. And then, of course, chocolate syrup was used to imitate blood, and because the movie was shot in black, black and, and white, it yeah. looks like blood. But such a classic, classic film. And that shower scene is the most popular scene in the movie, but... I mean, still the way that he, the way he set up his shots, the way he f- weaved the story out—it's just, I mean, it—and from the lighting too. We're watching kind of a quick, a quick clip of it from here, from the film, but the lighting in the film is fantastic. There are certain moments where you see Norman base a shadow over, superimpose on other images, and it's just. It really and right away you you just clue into the fact that there's something wrong with this guy. Well, yeah, just even
0: the the we just saw the scene here where uh, the the uh, mother uh, Mm -hmm. walks by. You just see her shadow walking by the window in the house, and right, yeah, I mean it, it was. Yeah, it was great. I mean, Hitchcock was amazing, amazing at at yes, uh, he was uh, the what way it's kind of kind of going back to with Ken, uh, Stanley Kubrick, where the way yeah. he shot it and uh-huh. like you're saying, you know, there are just certain shots that that he was just amazing. He could just tell the story, uh-huh. uh, music, the shots, the misleading. Yep. Uh, Anthony Perkins did it did a great job. Yeah, um,
1: Vera Miles was in this. John Gavin uh, was in this. John Gavin was in Spartacus, by the way. Mm, but oh, wow. uh, yeah, he was in this as well. So it has an outstanding came cast. out in
0: 1960. <laughs> wow, this, yeah, this is definitely a one. I mean...
1: It, gotta watch it.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, today, you know, there's been so many memes and stuff that, you know, people might not take it, oh, you know, psycho whatever, but really, if you just sit down, turn the lights off and watch his movie, it'll it'll creep you out, you know. It's creepy. Yeah, it's definitely. So the
1: musical score also is classic as well. Dun 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 Yeah, so even the musical score makes you go, "Ooh, what's going on? That's creepy." Yeah, exactly. It's great, great.
0: Um, how about this one? Uh, you brought up, and I haven't seen this one. Uh,
1: it was Tales from the Crypt. What is it? Tales from the Crypt one? Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight. Okay. So yeah, now I brought this one up because it gave me some, actually some nightmares for a while. So the movie came out in 1997, but it stars a well-known character actor by the name of William Sadler. Uh, he was in the Shawshank Redemption. He Mm. was, um... Uh, what was his character's name again? Not Byron Hadley. That was the guard. He was Haywood. That's right. He was Haywood in Shawshank Redemption. He was also in several episodes of Star Trek DS9. He was in Die Hard 2. He played Colonel um he played the colonel uh the rogue colonel in Die Hard 2 okay uh colonel stewart the bad guy there but so yeah he plays this guy called he plays this guy who was assigned by god to protect this talisman and billy zane is in it yes that billy zane from titanic folks cal hockley and billy zane plays a character named the collector who's actually hired by the devil to get this talisman and the goal is is that he has to get the, if he gets the talisman, then he will bring out all the evil spirits and they will control the earth. Mm, That's not good. No, it's not. So William Sadler, (laughs) long story told short, long premise told short, he ends up going to this hotel with all these strangers and they try to help him protect the talisman to prevent Billy Zane's character from getting mm. it. And it's it's it is creepy because it has some very scary moments in it, but it's also humorous. There's a lot of funny, funny moments in it. But the scary stuff is really well done. Now the movie itself is kind of, to be honest with you, folks, on a scale of one to ten, it's about a three or a four. Uh-oh. But still, it is creepy. And there are some funny scenes in it. And one of my favorite scenes is when this actress who's in the film by the name of CCH Pounder, Um, her character has both of her arms ripped off by two of the demons. And there's a scene where she kicks Billy Zane's character uh, in the face while she's sitting down, and and then she kind of moves up the stump where her arm was and he's yeah. saying, what are you doing? And she says, that's me giving you the middle finger. You know? <laughs> so, but yeah. I Had just some remember, great one-liners in it. Yeah, that was a creepy movie at the time for me and it gave me nightmares, so I just thought I'd put it on the list. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll
0: have to check that one out. That's one I haven't seen. So. It's
1: you, Well, you're going to have to buy it. You can't stream it. And if you can, oh, really? you'll probably have to pay to get it. I've tried looking for it and I can't find hide nor hair. Ah, her, but, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's lost amidst the streaming... It's got to be out there somewhere. It's somewhere. out there somewhere. Damn it, It's out there somewhere. <clears throat> yeah. Here's a movie that that was very very creepy. Yes, uh, Rosemary's Baby. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Do you remember the uh, the the mass ritual scene? Yeah. Uh, oh oh that my was, god. Oh. That was god. That was so that was, scary. That was
0: terrible. And and the, the weird thing about that now, Rosemary's Baby was directed by um, what's his name.
1: Uh, I want to say not Woody Harrelson. No, not no. Woody Harrelson. <laughs> Although he is creepy in and of itself. Um, he was married to. Uh, we're talking about Mia whole, Farrow.
0: He was. Oh no, Mia Farrow was in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he wasn't married to. Uh, what's his name? Um. Oh, the doggone it. The guy that uh, Nick got, Cassavetes. No,
1: <laughs> he was the actor in it. Hold on, I gotta yes. look at. Let's just pull up the damn cast yeah, list. <laughs> I gotta. I
0: gotta do it. Rose, let's see. Uh, oh wait, yeah. Hold on, I gotta do it. Rose anyway, um. What is his name? Uh, not Romanoff. What is that guy? Roman name? Polanski. Roman Polanski. There, there go. you go. Yes, Roman yeah, Polanski. I knew it, I knew it was right there. Yeah. Uh, Roman Polanski. Yeah, Chinatown fame. Mm-hmm. Now, the interesting thing about this, yeah. though, is I think this movie came out somewhere around the time that the Manson murders took place. Uh, Sharon yes. Tate, when she got murdered, there was a lot of controversy mm-hmm. around this whole thing. So I don't know. But anyway, uh, this movie, yes, that whole scene. When she's uh, during that a ritual scene, that is just, that is bonkers. That definitely will give you nightmares.
1: Yeah, yeah, most definitely. And I mean, it's just still to this day that movie holds its own amongst the best of all time. And it's like one of those films again that I can watch over and over and still be scared out of my bejesus.
0: Let's see when did when did that thing come out? Rosemary. I want to say Baby. 1978. It came out in 68. Oh, 68. Wow, know, 60, ten
1: years earlier. Yeah,
0: 1968. Yeah, sorry. I had to have my wow. glasses on. I was like, wait, is this Yeah, okay. yeah Yeah, that is, that it was a very... And that was also shot, mm-hmm. uh, what was the hotel? It was a famous hotel in New York. I want to
1: say it was the... Uh,
0: that it was shot. I think it's the one that John Lennon got uh, when he, he was assassinated. He was living in there.
1: Waldorf Astoria?
0: Is it Waldorf? I can't remember, Maybe. but there there's so. a
1: lot of weird stuff
0: that goes on in that hotel too. Yeah right. So, yeah, right I don't know, man. We can only there's guess. a lot of coincidences around this movie that is yeah, just very right. really strange. But you know, you know what even even makes it more strange, uh, made it more sinister, was that old couple though that was involved in the ritual. But when you first right. meet him, you know, they're just like this sweet,
1: you know, old couple. They seem you know, really harmless, innocent. Oh, yeah. Bake me muffins and bring them to me. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, then and
0: then all of a sudden, yeah, they're like uh, they're yeah, sadistic come psychos. On over. And next thing you know, yeah, they're ripping. A baby out of you, like, yeah, right. you know,
1: Letting Satan have
0: his way. I don't know, crazy. Um, so yes, Rosemary's Baby definitely is a uh, stay up all night after you watch that
1: movie, yeah, right.
0: Okay, we're, we're down to two more here. We got uh, what is what is the uh, second to the last here? Oh, god, The Exorcist, but, but number one in our hearts, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, number one in our hearts,
0: The Exorcist, unbelievable movie. Now, we talked yes. about this before the show. That is the one movie. I remember when this thing came out, and they, they marketed it really well. But when it came out, it was, I mean, people had not seen anything like this. Nope. Supposedly, there were stories of people leaving the theater and vomiting uh, allegedly Allegedly, yeah. uh, before the movie had finished just because of the stuff that yeah. uh, was going on in that movie. Yeah. Linda Blair was in it. Who else was in it?
1: Linda Blair was in it. Max Von Sydow was in it. Uh, the main, the main father slash character in it was Jason Miller, I believe was the actor's name. Yeah. Jason Miller, Max von Jack McGowan was in it. Oh, and also an outstanding character actor by the name of Lee J. Cobb.
0: Mm. He played
1: the uh, investigator. There yeah. Lee is. J. Cobb played the lieutenant who was investigating, um, a series of like murders that might have been connected now, to the storyline.
0: He was on in on the waterfront. He was in a ton of stuff.
1: Yeah, Lee J. Cobb was a fantastic. He, was, he actor. was
0: amazing.
1: Yeah, Lee J. Cobb was a fan. He was also in, I believe, Eric. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he was in Twelve Angry Men too, wasn't yeah, he? Played yeah, played one of the jurists jurors yep, in Twelve Angry Men. He ang- was and one the of the ang-
0: angry, one of the main angry, one of the main angry,
1: <laughs> main angry guys with Henry Fonda yeah. and I think Martin Balsam was in that one too. Yeah. But, yeah, so and obviously the, the plot of the Exorcist centers around Linda Blair's character, Reagan, who is possessed by the devil. And Jason Miller plays the psychologist slash priest who's assigned to exorcise the demon out of her, but he can't do it. Partially he, he's be- got to call for help. He's got to call for help, yeah. And so he reaches out to Max to call von Sydow's character, yeah, Max von Sydow, uh, yeah. to come out there and kind of help him do it all, but this movie obvi- Ellen Burstyn I forgot was also Ellen in Burstyn too. she played the mom Yeah, she played mom she played Chris McNeil the actress in that movie uh, but yeah this movie obviously is famous for a number of things the the head twist that Linda Blair's character does mm. and then the spitting of the green pea soup on Jason Miller's character and then of course there was a deleted scene that was taken out of the original cut the crucifix cut, thing the crucifix thing but then also there's a scene where she does a spider walk backwards down the staircase Now was that one taken out that was taken out of the original cut but it was put back It was put back in when the director's cut came out for the 20th anniversary. Okay, so yeah, and that when I saw that spider that spider walk down the staircase, Eric. Oh my lord! That made me jump out of my seat. Creeped me out. Yes, that made me jump out of my seat. Yeah. And and then the crucifix scene is pretty. Um, we can't go into details because it's no. really too gory. But
0: I, I can't remember no. now. That's another one of these movies where the character now you know she gets possessed. Linda, Linda yeah. Blair's character, but there's really no yeah. rhyme or reason why she gets possessed, right? I can't not, remember.
1: Yeah, not really, because her character is not like.
0: Uh, it wasn't like she was in in touch with an <clears throat> idol or something that had some kind of demonic spirit, right? And it, exactly. So so here you know here we are again with another one of these unexplained. You know, as far as you know, mm-hmm. these scary movies when you get this unexplained things that happen It makes it even scarier just yep. more disturbing right yeah exactly yeah, yeah. so that yeah, de- this is definitely a classic mm-hmm. uh yeah <laughs> um i i wouldn't sleep after that one another one here here's here's it's not necessarily number one on the list but i'm going to say this is the one that i think for me mm-hmm. was the most scariest i watched it when i was a kid it was on it was on tv with commercials folks and mm-hmm. this one <clears throat> creeped me out so much it scared me in the middle of the day uh-huh. this is the middle of the day it's daylight out i've got my fam you know i'm like i was i was i think i was at my grandparents house and they were doing their stuff and i was just watching this movie it came on and i was like oh this is interesting and this thing creeped me out and what it was is really was the psychology of it that got to me um, just thinking of what would I do in this situation sure. this movie I am talking about is night of the Living Dead oh yeah the 1968 <laughs> original movie the
1: original one yeah, yeah. that
0: had uh, what we had uh, Dwayne uh, Jones in it Russell uh, Steiner you had just a bunch of Judith day Carl- kind of yeah, Whole oh Tony of, Todd, I mean he's in there. Yeah. So the idea of this movie, it, you know, it starts off with that. I think there's like a satellite or something. They say that that is that is crashed uh, down into Earth. But the idea is that yeah. there's this there's this couple out in this kind of cemetery. I think they're in a cemetery. Or they're in a park, and all of a sudden, you know, they have uh, uh, these these characters are walking or starting to walk towards them, walk around. Well, of yeah. course, they find out these guys are dead you've got the the living are all held up they end up you know congregating to this house yeah and there there were some scenes there that just creeped me out and i think like i said it was because you know what would you do when you the thing, the, the thought of it you know we laugh at zombies now but the original yeah. movie the thought of it that you have this this mindless drone coming after you yeah uh you know eating brains or you know trying to get at you uh, for some reason, you don't know why there's really no way to right, kill them. Right. I mean, it's that whole thought of it you're trapped, it, kind of back being here we are, alien right? mm-hmm. trapped in space. This yep. you know, basically the uh, you know, being out there and they're all trapped in a house, yeah. Uh, it, it's it's they were, it was very masterful. This, I think, too, was also an independent movie when it was made. I think it, was. it was very low, low budget,
1: shoestring budget almost. Um, mm-hmm.
0: You know, and this was a time in the 60s, you know, they had a lot of these type of movies that would come out, you right? Know? But yeah, this one definitely uh, rose from the pack. Um, they did have a, in 1990s a film series of Night of the Living Dead 3D. That would be inter- interesting. I like
1: that. that would be interesting. <laughs> Too like bad your see 3D
0: that. TV crapped out on you. Well,
1: let's go back to the old. <laughs> go back to the old glasses. You know, it's funny yeah, right, you say right. that. I
0: remember uh, another kind of scary movie uh, uh, back in the day was uh, uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh yeah, that's a great. We've one. talked about it before on this on this uh, 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 show. But you know, there was a time, and that was back in the 80s. And I'm dating myself, yeah. but. There was a time when they had the big thing where it was going to be, you know, network TV premiere. I think it was on Channel 20, our local area 26, sure. but it wasn't Fox back then, but it was yeah. just 26. Um, but anyways, uh, you know, local premiere or not local, but I mean, I think it was network premiere, but mm. what you could do is you could go by the whole idea was they were in, in marketing cahoots with either. I can't remember if it was Coke or a cereal or something. You'd go by okay. the product and they had the glasses, Okay, the, the paper glasses, the old ones, the old style with the, uh, uh blue and the red. Oh, on I there. remember those ones. Yeah. 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 So you, you, it was so funny, man. I was thinking about this the other day. Yeah. You know, you, I'm sitting there watching this black lagoon. It's supposed to be kind of scary for back in the day, right? Mm. Yeah. You know? Back in the day. And and so you're watching this creature the black lagoon and, and 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 you take the glasses off and obviously you see the 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 blue and the red you yeah. know and you put the glasses on and and you're kind of seeing something. And you're like, wait, is, is that? And you're kind of asking yourself, is right. that 3D? Is that? I don't know. Am I watching 3D right now? <laughs>
1: you have no idea because they're like, is this thing working or not? Were you like me where you would like take the glasses off to see what it looked like and then put it back on? Oh, well, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm off? saying. I'm okay, like, wait, yeah, am I yeah, watching okay.
0: 3D? I put the glasses on and off. Is this 3D? Wait, is, is his hand? Is, I think his face came close to me. <laughs> right. I, I love it. I love and, it. The technology just wasn't there, but man, it was funny. But anyway, it <laughs> was funny. It would be interesting to see 3D on this, but uh, yeah, very scary movie. It scared me in the middle of. Of the day, I yeah. would say do the same thing uh, with The Exorcist. Do with this one, get the original black and white version. Turn off all the lights, shut everything down. Just have the the, the movie going, and just you know, just basically. Immerse yourself in this movie yep. and, and see Get what it lost. does to you. you You won't want to sleep for days And after good that. luck <laughs> So Hey anyway folks That is going to take care of it That's our whew, Spooktacular for this year We covered them all We I Most think we covered a lot of it We so we, we, we did. probably have a lot to go but, Well we could yeah But anyway those are the ones That, that we had trouble sleeping with Yep. Thank you for listening to the show, you guys. Make sure you check out our social media. Rate the show if you can. Please give us five stars. It always helps out the show and gets
1: it to other listeners. And Yep. And see you guys on the flip side. <laughs> Peace out. Happy Halloween, everyone. <laughs> I love the dramatic pause. Love it. Happy Halloween. Ooh. Ooh.
0: Hey, thank you so much for listening. Now I want you to go check out one of the other best podcasts around. It's called the No focus radio hour it has comedy and insight from the greatest minds in the know and how do i know well because i'm part of that great show also so please go check it out it's available on all your podcasting apps the no focus radio hour